my name is Rebecca Flott, and I wanted to welcome you to the Jump Podcast. I have a passion to explore ways to encourage others to jump to the life of their dreams, to break through the roadblocks and take hold of what they have always dreamed was possible to accomplish. On this podcast, I have friends and mentors from many different backgrounds who will share their powerful stories. I invite you to be part of this conversation and realize your full potential is literally a jump away. Let's get started. All right, so this is our first interview with Jump. I'm so glad to be here. And today we have Milan Kluzacek. Perfect. That sounds great. <laughs> oh my God. It's always a challenge. I'm telling you right now. Anyway, we're so excited to have him. Uh, let me just go ahead and call him the creative genius that he is. He does incredible creative work in so many different platforms. But he, I heard him having a talk about the box of mints. And that talk really changed how I see the box of mint. And that was the day that I told him, I said, I want to bring you to the podcast and share with our friends this revelation. <laughs> so welcome, Milan. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored, Rebecca, and excited to be on Jump together awesome. with you. Yeah, jump. There we go. Jump to the life of your dreams. That's it. Come on. <laughs> so tell me about the box of memes. When you gave that speech, mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody had the same reaction that I that I did, but for me, I never want to be the same. I never want to have mint. <laughs> I never want to have a little box of mint yeah. and look yeah. the same way. So tell us a little bit Tell us a little bit, what is that? Okay, so the box of mints represents really two different perspectives in, in life. And uh, I wish I could show you, but I uh, used to be able to buy a, a round box of mints and it had two openings, one big opening, and it says to share on it. And then just a little tiny opening, it says not to share. And really, uh, this box could represent our life, our, our, how are we with our time? with our talent, with our, with our treasure, these sort of things, how, how we live. And I'm a visual person. So this, uh, this idea came about from a passage in the Bible uh, in Acts 20, 35. And before I get there, it's, it's a very interesting passage because this is Paul speaking to, to these leaders. And it's a very emotional chapter because it's his last time with them. It's his last speech. He says, I'm going to Jerusalem and in in their jail and suffering await me. So he leaves them with this one thought, right? And and the thought is support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, it is more blessed and brings greater joy to give than to receive, to give than to receive. So he's talking about two different perspectives. And, and one, of course, is the, the per- perspective of I am a joyful giver. I live my life with an open hand. I live my life with this. The, the part of the box that is open is the one that says to share. And, you know, so you, it's, it's sort of a, um, 
um, I don't know how you say that, but it, it just, it makes you think like when I live with an open hand, all my mints are going to be gone and I'll be left with nothing, right? If I just give away. But this passage specifically talks about that as you give, then you're actually filled with greater joy, that there's something in you that you're actually, there's, there's a level of happiness and joy on the inside of you as, as you live with an open hand like that. And then the, um, the other perspective is more, um, I am a receiver. I am more aware of my own needs. Um, I live with a closed hand. And, and so one thing I challenge the leaders is, is um, be a person known for your generosity. Be a person known for being unselfish and big hearted. And, and just a very simple, practical way, how can you live that out? Well, one way is, how can I be a blessing to someone else? You could just ask yourself that every day. And that helps to guide you into more of an open-handed approach to life. What can I do today to be a blessing to someone else? And um, even more specifically, you might say, I don't have anything to give. I don't have any, I couldn't give any more time on talent. Well, you could, you, everybody could use words. Everybody can say something to someone else. And I heard a great leader that I respect, Craig Rochelle, said, if you ever have a thought in your head that can lift up someone else, can add value to someone else, release it. Don't ever hold it back, no matter how trivial and simple you think that means. Just unleash it, say it, text it, write it down. Maybe some of the listeners were thinking that right now you could just press pause and literally just text someone an encouraging word that, that you sincerely mean. It's You're going to make such a big difference in life. So those are the two perspectives. And my challenge, of course, when you look at this box of men's to think of that to share side and really live your life that way. Wonderful. And it's so interesting that we're talking about that because the first podcast of Jump, which was yesterday, we we're talking about connection, you know, jump into real connections. And as you were speaking, one of the things that was waking up inside of my heart is that when you do live like this and you don't hold back, you also have a chance to connect with others in different levels. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's happened to help our humanity need of connection. So can you say that this is one of the secret to feel connected to others? Oh, absolutely. People respond to generosity. Um, you know, when, when you open up your heart to others, uh, it is not common, I would say, to come across somebody who is unselfish and who just wants to add value to you. It is such an amazing, wonderful quality. And anywhere you are in, in your workplace, in your home, when you live with that approach, the hearts of others open up to you. Um, if you. If you keep to yourself and you wait for others to approach you with, with that same heart, you may be waiting for a long time. So yes, how, how, how do you... That's, I think what you said it is wonderful. It is definitely a gateway to more connections in your life, for sure. 
Oh, man. All right. So for the people that are listening, can you share who is Milan? I know I call you like the creator genius. You, The stuff that you do, it's unbelievable. The content and social media, the videos and everything. But in the core aspect of things is, uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is very complicated. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> I am um, I am Czech made. I was born in in Prague in the Czech Republic. Uh, in a nutshell, came to the United States when I was eighteen as an exchange student. Um, I, I gave my heart to the Lord. I became a Christian during that time. Everything about my life changed at that time. Mm. I am married for seventeen years and have four beautiful girls. And in terms of uh, what I do, I am. Um, senior creative manager at a startup downtown Denver uh, called Red Canary. And um, I also lead a creative team at my church and get to do creative group and build creative community with wonderful people like yourself, Rebecca. And um, yeah, so in, in, the, in the creative world, somehow I, I never went to school for it, but I stumbled into it when someone asked me to help with the project snowballed from there many in the digital world of design and video and uh, storytelling and these sort of things wow so you are thought a uh, self-thought yes yep that's awesome for you that are listening to this that you think that you need to have a college degree and fifty seven thousand dollars in debt to do something there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I am not saying that it's it's wrong by any means, but I just stumbled into it post college, mm. and then I devoured. I was so hungry to learn. I devoured any free opportunity to learn, and of course, today you have all kinds of classes you can take online for free, and it's really just your hunger and your drive to learn, and and you can what discipline you can get there. Wow! Incredible. You're hungry. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Milan, what gets you inspired? How do you get your inspiration to come up with things? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this and I think for me, my best ideas come from a place of margin when I'm not really driven by deadlines and I am rushing through projects, but really it's, it's the time when I settle down and I have some time to think and unplug and pay attention. This is intentionally just pay attention to the life around me. Uh, one thing I've been working on is, is uh, give opportunity to unplanned moments. So, for example, I, I go out to lunch and I used to just put my earbuds in and I, I go, I'm on a mission, pick up my lunch, go back. Now I leave all that stuff in the office and I just pay attention to life and pay attention to people and get involved in random conversations. And all those experiences are inspiring to me. Um, when, when I decide to live like that, there's, my mind begins to come to life. Uh, when I take time just to like be in that margin, create that for, for just thinking and um, yeah, other than that, what inspires me is uh, great people, uh, you know, being around great people, 
artists, uh, listening to music, reading books, you know, all, all those things, uh, anything that I can feed my, my soul kind of with, I, you know, it just that inspires me. That's incredible. This is so good because in this time that we're living, um, there's such a, if you go around sometimes in different restaurants or even like an airport, everybody's concentrating on their phone and you don't even get a chance to see what people, that people are people, the humanity, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you say to give opportunity to unplanned, unplanning moments, it's so remarkable. And I'm telling you, I'm listening to you speak and I'm thinking, this is a chapter of a book. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. This is so life-changing because when you open yourself to those things, it's like, that's when I feel like creativity is more original because it was born from really truthful moments, right? Yes. Yep. So that's, that's incredible. So what do you considering about like jumping into the future? Because one of the things that we're trying to focus on the podcast is jump to the life of your dreams, right? Mm -hmm. What will be the things that you think that that will be key for someone to jump towards what they dream, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for me, jumping means saying yes to opportunities, oftentimes that scare you. And um, that's something I, I've been working on myself. We're, we're all presented with opportunities. And I think some of us, considering the future, I, I see many people sort of coast through life. And this is too scary. This is, I'm the wrong person. And it, those are some of the common fears. One thing I want to encourage the listeners is everybody is afraid. You, it's easy to, to um, spot someone who is maybe known and say, well, I'm not like that at all. But the, the truth is that everybody, now Seth Gordon said this, everyone who takes their turn gets scared. It's what you do at that, at that moment. When you are scared, do you still do what you should do? Do you still take that jump? Do you still say yes to opportunities? And one thing I learned is, Sometimes an opportunity is presented where if you say yes, you're not really sure how that's going to work or how are you going to make it happen or what you're going to say. And what I'm learning, sometimes that's okay. Sometimes you say yes and then you just figure it out. And then, and then you take that jump before all the ducks are in the row, right? So, um, so those are some of the, that's kind of how I would approach, you know, so as a as a creator, there's there were there was times where you had to do a project that you didn't you had no idea what you were doing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean one one example I could think of is being asked to help with Super Bowl fifty with the Denver Broncos and, and being being put on the charter plane. Twitter and Vine, and they're saying, because I, I was going to be the, the on-the-field contributor from Super Bowl, and there's millions of people watching, and I'm being told, all your work's going to be featured on all these channels, and I, I started to just crumble inside with the pressure of anything. Like, I could 
name you, you know, a hundred other people who'd be in a better place. But yet it was an opportunity before me. And, and I, I, I felt like, okay, I, if I walk through this, I'm going to say yes. I'm just going to say yes, go a bit crazy. And then as I get there, I'll figure it out just minute by minute, step by step. And you know what? It, that's exactly what happened. It's like, it was not easy as I got there, all kinds of challenges. But at the end of the day, I had one of the best experiences of my life. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life, being there on the, on the field, winning a Super Bowl team, running on the field with the players. That is my reward for the rest of my life. But it all came down to one phone call saying yes or no to this opportunity. And, and I, I think we all face those ahead of us. They don't need to be Super Bowls, but there's different opportunities. There's Super Bowl size to us, to wherever you are right now, in, in, you know, in life. So. Wow. What a, what a story. Mm-hmm. That is so good for the chapter too. I'm just, that's another, <laughs> that's another really good chapter. I'm telling you because the key is so many people, they want to be ready in every way. Yeah. And then when the opportunity to present, they want it to be like perfect, ready, qualify. And that's not the case. No. Of yeah. the huge opportunities to knock on your door, you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then when you do it, you learn the process and then you look back and you be like, I think I grow an inch here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I that, totally agree. That is so good. It's so good. I know, Milan, that you are, uh, that you read a lot of books, especially books for creators, which, you know, it's awesome. Absolutely incredible. Do you have right now a quote that it's like heat at home that you are living by? Do you have that right now that, like, I like this quote right now? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't have a, I don't have a specific quote right now. I, I, I just got this mug on my desk. It says, create something today, even mm. if it sucks, even <laughs> if it sucks, create something today, even if it sucks, because a lot of times, and I know this is just super simplified, but a lot of times we get stuck in thinking everything I create has to be this masterpiece. But what I like and one thing I know that is important to you is to know that you just create because it brings you joy. And I think for a lot of people listening, maybe you are in the creative role at your work and maybe it's not all, maybe you're not allowed to express yourself fully at work because of the different standards required. But sometimes you just got to create anyway And sometimes you just got to come home and create just because you love it, just because it brings you so much joy and, and fills you up. And who cares if it doesn't look perfect, but if it brings you joy, it fills you up. That's really important uh, to not lose that aspect of, um, of creating. So that's just a, that's great. (laughs) That's great. Now let, let me tell you, if people are listening to this and they are, they have kids and a wife, like you do have a beautiful family, four girls, Jamie that was here at the Motivation Podcast. 
And how do you balance the time of like, this is where I have to create to, I have to be with the daughters and I have to be with the wife. How someone that is listening to this a bit, how do you balance everything? Mm-hmm. We have, we actually are working through that right now at the top of the year. And it's something because our schedules change regularly we have four kids and each semester their schedules are different. The nights are different. Um, but what we do is we, we really try to be intentional with our schedule. We do plan family nights uh, where phones are off and we're just spending time together as a family. We have nights where we're running the kids around to various games, nights committed to uh, or day time committed to church, things like that. But what we've done in the past is sometimes it takes sacrifice for you to to have this time. If you want to be uninterrupted in our in our household, you get up early. You may have to get up at 530 at five o'clock and you have an hour, hour and a half before the world wakes up. And this is your time to use how strategically if this is to create or if this is for growth. That is the time for me also is um, my time in the car. I have an hour commute there, an hour back. I use that time to listen to podcasts and to feed myself as well on, on the go to really maximize the time that I have. So, but as, as a family, my wife and I, we sit down, we like to do a, a sort of like a getaway planning retreat and we get on the same page with our schedule. And in fact, what we've been discussing is we feel like creating, not just consuming, but creating needs to be a part of our lives every week. My wife is an author. She, she writes the book and I'm encouraging her to write every day, to write more often. And so what we're sitting down is, okay, here's our week. Here's the times when this is going to happen. And then it's purely not inspiration, not motivation. It's just the discipline of showing up and getting to work, no matter how you feel, how tired you are being able to stick to that um, on a regular basis. That's awesome. This is so good. Oh my goodness. Thank you. And I want to say just thank you so much for giving this time to do this podcast and, and above all your business and family and everything that you took the time to be so generous to give something that the people that you never met. I, I, I am so grateful for that. So it's anything that you want to leave to our listeners for this year. Yes, absolutely. Um, my, my challenge to you, and I'm just speaking from a place of this is a challenge for me for this year, and that is to use your voice and um, to not let fear hold you back from, from the opportunities that you have. And I want to read to you a quote that I kind of reread to myself once in a while is by Seth Gordon. And here it goes to be really clear here. I don't think you've lost your voice. I think your voice is there. It has always been, but the thought that you might be able to use it is paralyzing. Don't fight this feeling of dread. Don't fight this fear, acknowledge it and speak regardless first in a whisper. If you must, but begin. And so that's my challenge to you is you may have this idea that you've been thinking about and wanting to do, but you're just afraid to go there. 
for whatever reason. And I want to encourage you to use your voice, even if you have to start with the whisper. And of course, this doesn't have to be your physical voice. You may have a desire to write or to create videos or to be a designer, but you just start and use it. And I believe that every person is created with something to say that matters. And it is my encouragement to you to get that out, to use it this year. So there you go. Incredible. Wow. Thank you so much, Milan. Again, you're so generous. I loved having you here. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It has been an honor. Tocar na cicatriz e sentir que já não dói mais.